Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. Well, it's that time of the month. I've got a big comic book haul to talk about, so let's get on with it. First up at Marvel, I've got, hey, look at this cover. It's Amazing Spider-Man number 55, second printing. This is the Gleason cover that everyone loved. First printing was white. Everyone lost their minds over it, so here's the second printing, and I've got the third printing on order as well. So if you want more Spider-Man webbed up, here it is right on the cover. Speaking of a second print, and speaking of another comic book that everyone wanted and flipped out that they didn't get, we have Star Wars The High Republic number one, second print, introducing Keeve Dennis. Oh, but I also have to have the third printing right here in this issue, Jedi vs. Jedi. This is interior art. I believe this is interior art as well. So yeah, Star Wars High Republic, everyone uh, wants this book, and here I have uh, first, second, and third printing, no big deal. Here's another printing of another book that everyone loved, uh, Daredevil number 25, uh, with uh, interior art in black and white. This is the third printing of the book. I have third and second print. I was not able to get first print. I'm not really reading Daredevil, but I thought the cover looked pretty cool. Elektra as Daredevil, and uh, it's a third printing low print run, so perfect for my collection. All right, I did get Gwenham versus Carnage number one, but the regular cover, I didn't get the Inhuke Lee cover that shot up to $100 on day one. But then I got the second printing here, which features a spoilerific cover of what happens inside the book. If you haven't read it, uh, you might be able to figure out what happened. But anyway, Inhuke Lee has amazing art. And here they have the um, Carnage-sized MJ from Earth 65. Second printing. I picked up a bunch of Black History Month covers, variants. So here we have Miles Morales number 23. Then we've got Black Panther number 23. We've got Avengers number 42. We've got Champions number 4. Iron Man number 6. And X-Men number 18. All of these are by Sousa as the cover. All of these are for Black History Month. We've got Miles Morales, Spider-Man. We've got T'Challa, Black Panther. Rhodes as War Machine. Blade as Blade. Aurora Monroe as Storm. And Riri Williams as Ironheart. So very cool variant covers for Black History Month. Did someone say Peach Momoko? So I have got another Peach cover here. This features Laura Kinney X-23, the new Wolverine. Uh, issue number 18, a very cool cover with a couple of wolves, her blades, cool Momoko expression and style. So I got it for the cover. And lastly at Marvel, I got uh, Star Wars number 10, first appearance of Starlight Squadron. And Luke Skywalker has a yellow lightsaber. What is going on? Well, you've got to read the story because it's the Rebel Code. Next up at DC, I have got some amazing Future State covers. This is the Red X variant cover for Teen Titans number two, the cardstock cover, which makes it a little bit more pricey for some reason. Uh, amazing cover here of Red X. Uh, spoiler alert, he uh, was revealed in issue number one, but here's issue number two, and I'm sure you read issue number one already. An amazing Rachel and Terry Dodson collab here for Future State Wonder Woman Superman number two. I always like the Dodson's work. They're a very cool husband and wife team that works on comics for Marvel and DC image as well. And here we have Yara Florida, the new Wonder Woman and one of the Supermans. Which one is that one? Not Jonathan Kent, but one of the Supermen right there. 
And then we've got this amazing Jenny Frizen, uh, Future State, Wonder Woman, number two, right here, Joelle Jones doing the, the story, Jordi Belair as well. And this is just an amazing cover with the red tones and Yara Floor Wonder Woman. Just so amazing, such a beautiful cover. That's gonna go on the wall. Over at Image, I picked up Radiant Black number one. So this is the this is the book that was having a lot of big buzz, a lot of big hype. Got my own copy right here, one of the variant covers. I uh, can't wait to sit down and fully read it. It's basically the new superhero shared universe in uh, Image Comics. For the WTF of the day, Image is also publishing Stray Dogs. Now that font looks like Stranger Things, and this character looks like a Don Bluth Disney character. It's basically the secret life of pets meets seven. That's what the blurb on the back says. Uh, fun art, very cartoony art with a very dark story. This is over from Image. Speaking of a dark story, the Department of Truth, number five and number six. I'm reading this series. I love it. It is terrifying. Interior art is stupendous. That's by Simmons. And then I've got Tinian as the writer. So basically, what if every conspiracy theory you've ever heard of is actually true? And the worst of it, it's because we will them to life. Oh, I just noticed here, Tinian, Chartier, Hollingsworth, huh? Interesting. So I just noticed that we had Tinian and Simmons as the interior artist who did the covers, but then on number six, what happened to Simmons? Did they change their name or did the Department of Truth get to them? Can't wait to read it. Here's an oldie but a goodie, The Walking Dead number one, Deluxe. Uh, if it looks a little bit different than the other Walking Dead number one that you've recently seen, it's because this is the second printing. Image is doing the second printing variants, which is a zombified Rick, a zombified Glenn, a zombified Lori, a zombified Coral, a zombified, uh, what's her name again? I know you're shouting it out. Um... What is her name again? Sorry, uh, it was on the tip of my tongue before I before I started the video, but not forgetting Angela. No, that's not her name. And then a zombified Abraham. So these are all the second printing variant covers. There's also a black and white version of them. And this is a redux of The Walking Dead in full color with Robert Kirkman's commentary at the very end. And they're like totally heavy. Anniversary of Skybound The Walking Dead. Moving over to Dark Horse, the final issue of Stranger Things versus Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, I know it says and, but I like saying versus. This is a collab between Dark Horse and IDW. Um, Dark Horse has the right to publish, the rights to publish Stranger Things, but then IDW has the rights to publish Dungeons and Dragons. So um, I was getting these variant covers with the amazing depiction of the character from the show and then their character in D&D. &D. So it's uh, kind of a little bit of a prequel plus a sidequel of what's going on with the characters actually playing Dungeons and Dragons. Jody Hauser's the writer on that. And then we've got Fear Case number one over at Dark Horse this is one of the variant covers. This is a this is a weird um, mystery uh, horror adventure crime sort of comic where some mysterious briefcase, a black briefcase has existed in various points in history when a disaster strikes. And now the case has gotten to the, the hometown of the two main characters with danger inside of it. So it's issue number one. Over at IDW, I'm picking this one up on the reg, the comic book history of animation. Now this is issue number three. Um, I have issue number one, 
I don't know what happened at the comic shop. Didn't get my issue number two, and then I got issue number three. Well, I got to track down number two. Anyway, this is uh, by uh, Fred Van Lent and Ryan Dunlavey. Uh, they uh, have collaborated for the third time to create this amazing history of of comic books and animation and the medium. They did one on comic books. They did a second volume, which I forgot what it was about, but it was also amazing. Now here's a third one about animation. Here we're getting to animation in the, the 60s. So this is a this is a history. If you like history of comics and animation and this medium, you need to be reading this series over at IDW by these creators. Track down volume one and volume two, and now volume three is currently publishing, so you can get on board with it. Really enjoyable series. Next up, I got Usagi Ojimbo, Wanderer's Road, number three and number four for the Peach Momoko covers. So Usagi Ojimbo, the uh, rabbit ronin that has been around for 35 years, created by Stan Sakai. Um, they, uh, Sakai recently moved Usagi over to IDW, where it was previously publishing for like literally 25 years over at Dark Horse. So Dark Horse is kind of going a little wacky with a bunch of reprints because this is a reprint of a reprint. Wanderer's Road is reprinting their Usagi Color Classics that they printed, I believe, six or seven issues of. And now they're reprinting those reprints, and I think the only thing that's different is the cover. Joke's on me, because I bought it for the covers. Because, of course, Peach Momoko covers. So number three and number four, I've got number one and number two. Something that's kind of interesting is that Usagi nowadays uses this sort of top cover over here where they kind of waste a lot of space uh, on the top of the comic where it's less art. But number three um, did it slightly different, where it's a white top instead of the color, and then it really focuses on Momoko's art. And I love this cover. This one's also very cool. It would be really interesting to see a full story by Peach Momoko of Usagi Ojimbo, but I'll settle for the covers. I'm also reading on the reg Sonic the Hedgehog is issue number 37 at IDW. Archie Comics was publishing Sonic for 25 years as well, until uh, just, a, just a little while ago, and I love this cover. It's so detailed. There's so many chaos gems and all that cool stuff to look at, and there's Eggman and Amy, and where's where's my little rogue at? Over there. So this is such a cool cover. This is cover B, so much detail. I kind of love it. And this is the art style that I wish to one day be able to draw as. If you couldn't get your hands on Star Wars The High Republic, how about Star Wars The High Republic Adventures? number one. This is being published over at IDW, so don't sleep on this one if you're into the High Republic saga. The regular Marvel issue sold out, going up there in big bucks, but IDW is publishing their own version of things. Interior art by Tolibao, which I love, although it feels a little bit more edgy than what you would expect from the more kid-friendly, all-ages version that IDW publishes. But if you need more Star Wars, head on over to IDW. At IDW, you can also pick up The Last Ronin, definitely not for kids. Uh, this is the third printing, the Kevin Eastman cover. Uh, this book has been completely flying off the shelves. Variant covers are hitting the stratosphere. Here's a third printing where it recounts the tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the far-flung apocalyptic future. Speaking of subsequent printings, moving over to Boom, we have Seven Secrets, number one, fifth printing. That is unheard of in these more independent publishers. Over at Marvel especially, yeah, it'll go to four, five, six, seven printings, no problem. And if you're a collector in the year 2020 and 2021, subsequent printings now, if you're a collector, 
Those are big bucks. It used to be anything besides first printing was trash. Lined the birdcage with it. But now collectors, I guess because of COVID and rampant eBay speculation, um, want subsequent printings. Well, Boom, with their Seven Secrets comic, has done very well. And this has gone then to fifth printing. Beautiful orange cover. And the first issue to jump in on the story. Another fascinating book over at Boom is We Only Find Them When They're Dead. This is a futuristic story where humanity is pushed to the brink of extinction and they have to cannibalize the corpses of dead gods in space. This is also a fifth printing. If you go back to a previous haul, you'll see that I got issue number one, uh, first printing. And here we have a fifth printing of this series. So another low print run comic to add to the collection. Moving over to Dynamite, I picked up the Vampirella Valentine's Day Special, as well as the Red Sonja Valentine's Day Special. Now, is it just me, or is um, Dynamite all simply just known nowadays as the Vampirella slash Red Sonja publishing company? So anyway, these are one-shots. These are Valentine's Day 2021 covers. I believe there was a cosplay cover for the Vampirella one, but I wasn't able to get it, although I do love this monochromatic one. And then, of course, the, the cosplay cover is amazing. Very authentic outfit. What little there is of it on Red Sonja. Speaking of cosplay and Red Sonja, I also picked up Sonjaversal uh, number one. This is basically Crisis on Infinite Sonjas. Uh, so it's just kind of like their multiverse spanning sort of comic about Red Sonja. There's Red Sonja, Black Sonja, Gold Sonja, Hell Sonja, Angel Sonja. There's so many Sonjas in this. And uh, this is, of course, the cosplay cover. Because if you watch my other videos, I always talk about always get the cosplay covers. And this is Dynamite issue number five of five. It's their zombie crossover extravaganza cosplay cover. The regular Red Sonja series, I also picked up the cosplay cover. This is issue number 23, same cosplayer as the previous book. It seemed that they uh, did one photo shoot, photo shoot one day and got as many uh, poses as they could for these covers. As evident by also having the Red Sonja, the Superpowers number two cosplay cover. And let's not let Deja Thoris out in the cold because we have the uh, Dynamite number four of five Deja Thoris cosplay cover. Queen of Barsoom, indeed. Vengeance of Vampirella has been pretty fun. This is Vampirella returning uh, to save the last, the last remnants of humanity. Another cosplay cover, a little bit more of an environment in here. Very faithful outfit on Vampirella. Vampirella also has her Dark Powers comic, where she teams up with an uh, uh, interdimensional team. We have another cosplay cover variant over here. And lastly, one more Vampirella. Uh, this is issue number 17, another cosplay cover. And as you can see with all of these cosplays that I've shown, there are many fine assets to enjoy with all of these variant covers. We're in the home stretch, and let's talk about King Tank Girl. Number three. Now, I was enjoying the resurgence of Tank Girl that happened, uh, I don't know, five years ago or something over at Titan Books. Martin and Parson uh, resurrected Tank Girl and um, Alan Martin, who co-invented Tank Girl, is back writing. And uh, Alan Parson, Martin Parson, I forget their names. But Parson is doing the interior arts, which I love. I love his style of Tank Girl art. I really equate it with Tank Girl nowadays. Sorry, Huel, but uh, it's all good. Anyway, I was reading the various Tank Girl series, Two Girls, One Tank, 
Tank Girl Gold, World War Tank Girl, etc., etc., etc. And I wanted to pick up, of course, King Tank Girl, but apparently my comic shop forgot that I asked for them because this is the only one that they've given me so far, so I have to track down issue one and two. I also noticed something here. This is apparently now being published by Albatross Funny Books, uh, who also publishes The Goon. Uh, I don't know if they've fully left Titan, but they were published at Titan for several years, and now they're over at Albatross. So as long as I have Martin and Parson on it, who cares who publishes it? Over at Ablaze, a series that I'm reading that I'm really enjoying is Unsacred Volume 2, issue number 3. And I also got issue number 4. So this is Mirka and Dolfo's Unsacred series. It's a hilarious, sexy comedy with angels and devils. We've got Damiano, who married Angelina. And they're in wedded bliss with a child. And this, this is Volume 2 that takes place uh, after the courtship that happened in Volume 1. And here we have the domestic bliss sort of aspect of the stories, along with some other supernatural stuff. So this is a pretty fun story, very cool art by Andolfo, and I'm reading it on the reg. Here's a brand new Rick and Morty series, Rick and Morty Worlds Apart. Uh, this is suggested for mature readers, uh, just because there's some sexy dragon stuff here, uh, compared to the other Rick and Mortys. This is a variant cover, cover B. I love the close-up on the character. Just more Rick and Morty if you like Rick and Morty. And if you like Rick and Morty, we also have Rick and Morty Presents Deathstalkers number one. Taking the character from that episode, giving him his own comic book. And I think that's what they do pretty well in the comics, that they take a character that might have been there in one or two episodes in the in the show and giving them a full, a much more full-featured comic. Did you get your hands on A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night? Over from Behemoth Comics? I didn't. Uh, I don't think I did, but here is a uh, second printing of it. Interior art is really cool. It's black and white. It's very bleak. This is based on a movie. This is the second printing, beautiful black and red cover from the resurgence of horror comics that have happened in the last few years. I got this book mostly for the cover, Hollow Heart. This is from Vault. I'm really enjoying this cover. I love the purples and the blues of it. Interior art is good, and the story is something about... Uh, a man who now he's just a bunch of organs in a bio suit living in constant pain and such. So um, interesting story as well, sci-fi story. Amazing cover. There's a variety of variant covers, but this is the one that I really liked. One more vault book. This is I Walk With Monsters, number one, second printing. Uh, I like this sort of trade dress, this classic Marvel Comics trade dress. There's another horror book, the main character and her friend. Um, stalk and kill bad people, he can turn into a monster, and that's part of what the story's about. Monsters walk beside us all, sometimes they lurk within. On a lighter note, The Three Stooges, Through the Ages number one. This is from American Mythology Productions, who is celebrating five years. This has got three stories. I like them in subsequent order of the art-wise. The very first story is kind of realistic, it's okay. The second one is a little bit cartoonier, and the third one is even more cartoony, but very detailed. So I really like that it's this anthology series of Three Stooges. The Three Stooges are my favorite comedy team. Happy birthday, American Mythology Productions, and thanks for another Three Stooges comic. All right, Space Riders, Vortex of Darkness, number two. This was published a little while ago, and I previously reviewed issue number one, and if you go back to that review, you will see that I was shook, as the kids say. I enjoyed that first issue so much, I reread it right away. And I rarely do that with comics. I've got so many to read, of course. But I read that first issue, 
The art was amazing, the story was tremendous, totally weird and wacky and violent, and I went back and reread it. So it kind of fell through the cracks. I never got issue number two, and I asked the comic shop to reorder it for me. They did. I finally got it. I'm going to get issue three and subsequent issues. Cannot wait. So I finally can get the continuation of this Black Mask comic. Just look at that art. And to finish up, we have another one of these weird, grungy, underground comics with an X style of books. Phantom Starkiller, first issue. Now this is the third printing because this is another book that came out. People loved it. It totally sold out and it's $100 on eBay. Well, here's the third printing. So I don't really know too much about this uh, comic. I haven't read it yet. This looks like a Skeletor looking guy with a lightsaber. Uh, but it was very, very hot, and I wanted to check it out myself, and this is the third printing, so add that to the collection, to the reading pile. So it was a big haul this time around, as you can see, a big variety of comics. Tell me what you thought about them, which did you like, which are you reading yourself, which did I miss? This has been VM Campos, and I'll see you in next month, Comic Haul and Giveaway.